Season 4 of Crimes of a Decade will start in January, covering cases from the 1990s. But to hold you over until then, here's the first episode from my Patreon, detailing the 911 call from lone survivor Marcus Luttrell. I hope y'all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. If you're listening to this episode, I just want to take a minute and say thank you for your support. It means the world to me. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Marcus Luttrell was born and raised in Texas. He and his twin brother, Morgan, loved to hunt and fish and even wrestle alligators. Martial arts training had an important role in Marcus's life. And the twins also had big dreams of being Navy SEALs. They even began training for the SEALs at age 14 with former United States Army soldier, Billy Shelton, who lived near them. The brothers attended Sam Houston State University. Marcus Luttrell went on to join the United States Navy in March, 1999. He began basic underwater demolition SEAL BUDS training with Class 226 in Colorado, California, but graduated with Class 228 after suffering a fractured femur early in his training. He graduated 18 Delta in 2001, making him a team medic. On June 28, 2005, Luttrell and SEAL Team 10 were assigned to a mission, Operation Red Wing, to kill or capture Ahmed Shah, a high-ranking Taliban leader responsible for killings in eastern Afghanistan in the Hindu Kush mountains. The SEAL team was made up of Luttrell, Michael P. Murphy, Danny Dietz, and Matthew Axelson. Luttrell and Axelson were the team's snipers. Dietz was in charge of communications, and Murphy, the team leader. During their mission, a group of goat herders stumbled upon the SEALs. The four SEALs immediately took control of the situation and discussed what to do with the herders. However, after taking a vote and basing their decision on Roe, the rules of engagement, Michael Murphy made the final decision to let them go. The herders were then released and disappeared over the mountain ridge. But it was believed that they were immediately betrayed by the herders to local Taliban forces. Because within an hour, the SEALs were engaged in an intense gun battle. In the ensuing battle, Marcus survived, but the rest of the SEAL team members were killed. Team leader Michael P. Murphy was awarded the Medal of Honor for his actions in the battle. Danny Dietz, Matthew Axelson, and Marcus were awarded the Navy Cross. An MH-47 Chinook helicopter was dispatched with a force consisting of SEALs and 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, Night Stalkers, to rescue the team. But the helicopter was shot down by an RPG. All 16 men on the Chinook 
were killed. Latrell, being the only survivor, was badly wounded, but managed to walk and crawl seven miles to evade capture. He was given shelter by an Afghan tribe who alerted the Americans of his presence, and American forces finally rescued him six days after the gun battle. Following his physical recovery from Operation Red Wing, Marcus Luttrell went back and completed one more tour before being medically retired. Upon retirement, Marcus received a yellow Labrador puppy to help him recover from the unseen wounds of the war. He named the pup Daisy, an acronym of the names of his fellow SEALs. Luttrell wrote the book Lone Survivor in 2007 to share the amazing story of his brothers who paid the ultimate sacrifice. Five years after his retirement, on the night of April 1st, 2009, in Huntsville, Texas, Luttrell heard a shot ring out throughout the area of the house. He sprang into action, grabbed a 9mm pistol, checked to see if his mother was alright, and then ran outside to check on Daisy. He found his four-year-old dog at the end of a trail of blood, dead. He then spotted a suspicious vehicle nearby and tried to sneak up on it with his 9mm. When he was 25 yards away, the car left and Luttrell hopped in his pickup in hot pursuit. This is the 911 call that followed. Okay, why are you chasing? Are you chasing him because he shot your dog? I think, yeah. You're, that's right. Do you know who these people are? I have no idea. Okay, what kind of vehicle are they in? It's a, uh, a Burgundy. It looks like a Toyota Camry. A Burgundy yeah. Toyota Camry? No, no, like a like a champagne wine colored Camry. They just drove up to your house and shot your dog and left. Yep. That's what woke me up. And then I came back and... Do you know uh, what kind of gun it was? Was it a pistol or a shotgun? I don't know. Which way are you headed? How well, far? We're about to come over the railroad track. You're passing the railroad track? Yes, ma'am. How, tra- how fast are you traveling? 180 miles an hour. We're just we're coming over the railroad track right now. You're crossing the railroad track? Yeah. What is your name? Marcus Luttrell. You know, we took a right towards Phelps. You took a right towards Phelps? Yeah. Hey, you better get somebody out here because they got a gun and I got one too, so this is going to a gunfight. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, sir, what kind of, do you have a gun with you? Yes, ma'am. Okay, you, what kind of gun do you have? I got, a, I got two 9mm Berettas. All right, we're going to our house down 22. Okay, which way are y'all going right now? We're going north. Speed's approximately 95 miles an hour. Okay, sir. I don't want you to speed to try to keep up with them. We have officers that's coming that way right now. All right. We're coming over the railroad tracks right now. Okay. Where, which way is he going? 
Let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and come northeast bound. We just came over the railroad track towards Phelps, and uh, we're coming to the T in the intersection. Which way is he going to the T? I don't know. We're going to say yes. There? Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm trying to talk to my officer. Officer. Yeah, we're going about 110 miles an hour now. Okay, well, I don't want you to drive 110 miles an hour because you must... I'm not letting these guys go that it's murdering my dog. You know, pass that bill. I still on the same road. Have you passed the Valero? No, we haven't passed the Valero yet. It's up in the distance, though. I mean, uh, we're at it right now. You're passing the Valero? Yeah. Where are y'all at right now? We just passed the Valero. So he didn't turn off? No, he's still on it. How fast are y'all going right now? Which way? What's that? How fast are y'all traveling right now? I Sir, hold on just one second. I'm going to pack Sandy to sit on the line with this because you're supposed to leave our county. Hold on one second. <laughs> just let me know the next thing that y'all pass so I can let them know. No, my mom was looking for emergency. This is Walker County with a transfer. Are you familiar with what's going on? Uh, yes, ma'am. Just a moment. Okay. <laughs> They're losing me. Okay, so, well, I don't need you to keep up with them. I don't want you to hurt yourself by record or anything. By I'm not going to hurt myself. I'm not, hey, listen, man, I've been, I'm a Navy SEAL. I've been for 10 years. I'm not worried about hurting myself. I know what I'm doing. Have you caught the San Jacinto? No. That's clear, it's transferring to Cole County. Sir? You want Polk County, you said? Um, yes, ma'am, transfer from Polk County. Our office is not going to make it possible. Okay, I don't have it. Can you transfer him? Yes, I can get the transfer. information. Thank you. Sheriff's office, please think. <laughs> Sir, stay on the phone with me, okay? Yeah. Sir, hey, look just a second. We're going to try to get somebody ahead of you since y'all are traveling so fast. County 911, what is your emergency? This is Walker County with a transfer. We have two callers that are uh, traveling about 110 miles an hour in Yaw County. One subject shot the other guy's dog. Okay, what are they driving? Are you there? Yeah, one's a Toyota Camry, later model, champagne color. I already gave her the license plate number. There's three, three, three people in it, two in the front seat, one in the back. <sighs> They yes, have right. a weapon as well as the caller that's on the line has two weapons with them also. If you would warn your deputy, if you can get them stopped, we can okay. come over there. What road are they coming in on? Sir, what are y'all passing, Bill? Nothing. We're out in the middle of nowhere. I just let us know the, the next thing around you, building or anything around you, so we can let everybody know. That's it. It's all wooded. Okay, let me know when you come up to the Oakhurst Fire Department. Okay, they're coming in. Yes, ma'am. They've been on Alaska, correct? Yeah. They just transferred you since they're, they're traveling about 110, and he's refusing to stop. What is your name? Marcus Luttrell. We're uh, passing a uh, First Baptist Church on my right. Okay. You see any street signs or anything? What's that? You see any street signs? Okay. Uh, I just pulled into point blank. We just pulled into point blank. Okay. Now tell me again what happened with yeah, the hilltop. I passed the hilltop. Uh, okay. beer, beer what, joint. What did this guy do? Shot my dog. Okay. All right, we'll come to town. 
And what color is the Toyota? It's a Champagne. On the last, it's four miles up from us. How fast are y'all driving? I'm going 100. They're going about 110, 112. All right, we're at Point Blank. Just crossed over a bridge. Just crossed over the big bridge? Yes, ma'am. Somebody anywhere near these cars? Yes, sir. You come into on Alaska? Yeah, we're in it. Well, I'm actually five miles out of on Alaska. Excuse me. I'm, I just, I'm in Point Blank right now. Point Blank, okay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're waiting on you in on okay. Alaska. Or on our way. They're about a quarter mile in front of me. I'm going to get some big pickup. I can't really keep up with them. But uh, I still got their taillights. I know with a big bridge. We're at Polk. Polk River, I guess, or Polk, whatever. Yeah, Lake Livingston. Right. Trinity River. Yeah. How far? I'm not sure if i got to do this. Not, not very far. There he is. Hey, tell your boy I'm speed passing, right? Whoa, shit. Better slow down, let him get behind him. Alright. He's not trying to pass me. Yeah, we're here, here they stop. Okay. I'm gonna stay on the phone with you until everybody gets caught and we make sure everything's going okay. Yeah. Are you stopped? Yes, ma'am. Is he stopped? Yes, ma'am. They're behind me. Okay. Talking to either one of you yet? Uh, hold on. Yeah, he's at the rear of the car. Okay, um, this is Let us know if you don't need to okay? I appreciate the help, Landy. Well, they, if you have a unit available, he could use one. Okay, where's the, what's his exact location? They're on the causeway. Over the crossway, over on the crossway on, on the last side. On the last side? Uh huh. Yes. Okay, I'll send one of our officers. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm still here. Alright. We've got two of the suspects out on the knees in front of the car. Third guy is with your got his hands in the air. Three guys out here and me, another cop. He might want to send another unit. So when you saw him, Kill my dog. Pay for it. Are you still in your car? No, I'm going with the sheriff. I'm full of the officer. Go. Alfonso Hernandez and Michael Edmonds were convicted in 2012 of shooting Daisy with a 357 pistol that night. In the early morning hours of April 1st, 2009, Edmonds and Hernandez were riding in a car on Four Notch Road in southeast Walker County 
when Edmonds shot Daisy as she chased the vehicle. Edmonds testified that Hernandez got out of the car and beat the animal with a bat. Michael John Edmonds, 24, admitted to shooting the service dog, but pleaded guilty and agreed to testify against Hernandez, so he was sentenced to five years probation and fined $1,000. Alfonso Hernandez, 27, was given the maximum sentence for the state jail felony charge of cruelty to non-livestock animals and was also fined $1,000. At the trial, Marcus's mother, Holly Luttrell, said that Marcus was doing well in his recovery, but took a step back when Daisy was killed, stating, It sent him back to one-word answers, even to me. I would be lucky to get one word out of him. Animals bring us peace, and this brought hell back to my door. Marcus Luttrell received a new service dog, Rigby, and met his wife, Melanie, whom he married in 2010. They have a son, Axe, who is named after Matthew Axelson, and a daughter, Addie. The Lone Survivor Foundation was also started that year. His second book, Service, was released in 2012, and it follows up with unanswered questions from Lone Survivor and gives honor and praise to other members of the military. In the summer of 2013, Marcus went on his first public speaking tour, and in 2014, a major motion picture was released depicting the story of Lone Survivor.